With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio. Featuring the premier debut show, 21 Days to Change Your Mind. With hosts, Jeffrey Miller, the interventionist, and Annette Armstrong, emotion code practitioner. Together, they will take you through the process of changing your mind. Get ready for a fantastic show. Good day to everybody, and it is a beautiful one. Welcome to... 21 Days to Change Your Mind with myself, Jeff Miller, and Annette. How are you today in the lovely Coffs Harbor, Australia? And actually, we're speaking to you tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. It's my today, your tomorrow, Annette. Got to love that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Yes, it is. I always live in the future. And that's uh, just the way it is. That is. That's an exceptional way to look at life, always looking and living in the future. i got to love that. Folks, thanks very much for being with us. Welcome from all corners of the planet. We are international in this broadcast, and we're very happy to be so. Uh, 21 Days to Change Your Mind is a program that was written and and put together for folks to understand the why, uh, predominantly the why we don't change our mind. But I wanted to start with a with a big welcome to everybody. To let's start with we can talk to tomorrow first because we can talk to Australia. Thank you all for being with us. New Zealand, Pacific Rim. We can go over to the west coast of the United States where it's one o'clock in the afternoon. They're still basking in the sunlight over there. Like right across the country to the northeast where I am, where it is four p.m. in the afternoon uh, today, not tomorrow, where Annette is. And to the UK, thank you all, and to Great Britain and the, uh, Europe for it's either nine p.m. and later. Uh, some of you are on at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night. And thank you all so very much for being with us today. We are we are honored uh, and in gratitude that you are with us. And we lead from a point of contribution always. Uh, we think about what folks need, and it's it's interesting when you think about the needs that we have. And Annette and I really wanted to touch base on that today. It, it is a pervasive situation in the world um, about pain and pleasure. And people all have this same thing going on. We're looking to overcome pain in our minds with pleasure, and there's different ways that we do that. And Annette, we were talking earlier about that, um, you know, about where we go with that. It, you know, it just amazes me that so many people do so many things in life that it's really painful to them and they get pleasure out of it. That's right. Well, it is, it is the human condition that we are all constantly seeking pleasure and avoiding pain. So, um, you know, our experience in life is, is consistently that. And we, we, we uh, live by what Anthony Robbins calls the six human needs. And those needs are driven by whether we are seeking pleasure or seeking pain. Uh, sorry, seeking. Well, we're seeking the pleasure, but to avoid the pain, and you know, it, it's also dependent on how we view those experiences. For example, you know, if something negative happens and we want to avoid the pain, we don't want to allow that event in our life to take over. So the meaning that we give the negative things in our life that are causing us pain is very important. For example. You look at Nelson Mandela, who, who, who was in jail for 27 years. Amazing he's, story. He's a beautiful example. It, it really is. He's a beautiful example of how he changed the meaning of his circumstances. I mean, I mean, just imagine what that would be like, being in jail for so many years in, in that situation, and to be able to come out with such love in his heart. Um, just Phenomenal. quite extraordinary. Phenomenal. I mean, the man, the man decided that he wasn't going to be and and keep. He wasn't going to live in a victim state. 
that you walked away from it saying, I will no longer be a victim of this. I wasn't, and I don't choose to be. It's just an absolutely amazing story. That's right. Yes, very extraordinary. So, so um, we we have learnt to to the six human needs, and that's what we're going to discuss today. Um, Jeff, would you like to start with with the first need? Yeah, I really would. Yeah, thank you, Annette. It's you know we live in an emotional state in our lives. We we look at life based on the conditioning we've had in life. There's an expression that I often use. And I heard it many, many, many years ago, and I didn't totally get it back then. We live what we learn, and we learn what we live. Therefore, as children growing up through the years, and we, t- we really touched base on this last last week, uh, excuse me, two weeks ago in our previous show, and, and the bottom line is this. We all are a product of our environment. We're all a product of our growing up years. We have parents. Those parents did the best they possibly could, given the sets of circumstances that they each had. Some people would say, well, I didn't have good parents, or I didn't have any parents. When there was somebody that stood in the role, maybe there wasn't. But unfortunately, whatever the circumstance is, or fortunately, whatever the circumstance is, we all learned from those, what we call habits, so to speak. We we set uh, certain things happen, and we live them. Our brains go to it as, as memory. Some of those don't serve us very well. In fact, a lot of them don't. And then we have them going into regression because we're going right back to the same situation of pain and pleasure. If something was painful in your childhood, your mind knows that for you to obtain pleasure, where it's thinking of these two different things constantly to overcome the pain with pleasure, it sends it to a regressed memory. So knowing that, interestingly enough, human needs psychology and I will give uh, a lot of credit to Anthony Robbins, Tony Robbins, because he has been phenomenal for over 30-plus years in helping people understand this difference between pain and pleasure. And back when Annette and I started with our training with Tony back in, you know, three-plus years ago, we both, separately then, learned the differences, and we learned about these six human needs and why, no matter where you are, no matter what language you speak or where you come from in this world, you are, in fact, all living in the same six human needs, the same basic six human needs. Four of them, four of them are what we call the fundamental needs. And we'll go back and forth on them here, but the, the, the first one we all think about, uh, oh, and if you, you will as we go through them, is certainty. Certainty in life. Now understand that each one of these needs, and Annette and I have gone over this and we go over it with our clients as well, each need has a plus and a negative. If you want to put it on a scale of like possibly 1 to 10, 5 would be neutral, the lower numbers would be the negative side, the higher numbers would be the positive. We all live the needs a certain way. And, well, how we live them is going to determine the quality of your life. It's going to be your emotional state. Starting with certainty. Certainty is the roof over your head, that you have a job, you have food on the table. There are certain things that are met. Um, that is generally positive. It's generally very positive. But when you think about your model of the world, sometimes that certainty becomes not positive because if you overwork, you indulge in certain things, um, you you fall into this category of all work and no play, you become somewhat almost controlling in a sense. So some people that are living in full certainty, too much certainty, without what we call, which is a second need, and we're going to talk about these individually as well, but just to get them out on the table, would be uncertainty, or we ref- sometimes refer to it, actually I prefer to refer to it as, as variety, your variety in life. And when you can balance the amount of variety in life you have with the amount of certainty, then you tend to be more of a balanced person, meaning that you have fun. You have things you do. You go play around the golf. You go to the movies. You go take a walk in the park. You go hand-in-hand and walk down the beach. And each facet, each phase of your life, as a matter of fact, has a certain amount of both of those needs. Now, Annette, we were talking previously about the fact that, that there are certain sides of this, and your description of it was fantastic when you said, you know, which way we go in certain needs and would you enlighten me on the, you know, talk to us more about on the certainty uh, aspect or actually the way the positive and the negative goes on the needs? Sure. Um, so certainty, as you said, is, is the feeling of being comfortable, knowing that you can avoid pain. Um, so, so you have a little pleasure in that. Um, and, and the ability to say, for example, if you're living in an area where there are earthquakes, 
you know you, you wouldn't you may not have a lot of certainty from day to day um and that's so so the need for certainty living in 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 circumstances like that would be very strong um with certainty can also be as you said um can be a negative for example people might need certainty uh, might use certainty to to eat eat food eating food might give them such pleasure that they they eat a whole, they weigh too much and then that causes exactly. health yeah. problems right. and that, that's one example of a negative as well as um controlling people are, are are afraid are actually afraid of of uncertainty so they they want to be certain that they'll have things the way they want it and and therefore you know that they can cause you know pain for other people through their need to control circumstances um, and, and on the flip side of that, um, uncertainty or, or variety is, is so important. I mean, if you have too much certainty in your life, you get bored. I mean, True. You know, if you know that the same thing is going to happen day in, day out, well, you know, we get bored with that. We become so comfortable. Um, and, and if we live in that state continuously, when we're not risking, when we're too afraid to take risks. So that's where... Un- uh, Variety comes in, and, and variety can be met in many different ways. It can be met in, in positive and negative ways. For example, you know, positive ways might be listening to music or going to the movies to, to have different experiences, or it could be it could be taking drugs. So, you know, we decide how we play out our needs. And by the way, the, the six needs that we have are. Uh, they're human needs. They, every single human across the planet uh, has these six needs. Um, it, it's just just a, um, a fact of life that we, we're all wired the same way. And also I, I like uh, what Anthony says here, that the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably live with. That's an amazing so statement, think, isn't it? When you think about yeah, it. Yeah, I'll just say that again. I'll just say that again. So the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably live with. So basically, what? what go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say. I was going to. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you a question about it, but please explain it. Yeah. So, so what that means is, if you know, if we live too much in certainty, we're not going to be challenged. We're not going to be challenged to move and grow. And we, if we can live in a, in circumstances that are not certain. We have the chance to grow in that state. That is that is the key. That is that is where surprise happens in your life. That is where you discover you're out of your comfort zone, and that's where you discover the greatest gifts. And and of course, it, it's, it can be the most uncomfortable. But the key here is to to really find comfort in the uncertainty. So in other words, find the equilibrium or the balance. Yes. Really. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So exactly. So 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 if you do something uh, which is which is all out of certainty for a day, and you just did eight hours of work, so to speak, then it would be it would be interesting to to see if in fact we could just try to find some variety, go have some fun to offset that and keep ourselves in balance. Right. Is that pretty much you think where that's coming from in that? Uh, absolutely. I mean, uncertainty yeah. is where where you find your passion in life. I mean, if if you're not if you're not growing in life you're dying it's just it's either one or the other we don't stand in equilibrium for long it's one way or the other and with certainty we're not growing so there is that that push pull situation going on there i mean you you can feel alive jumping out of a plane that will give you variety um yeah. and you don't even have to go far but um you know we need to seek we need to seek that out to feel alive and to change and to grow because because we're humans and and that's the way we're wired so an interesting question just came up on the on the uh the chat side uh Annette and it, it it's actually this is pre- it's pretty interesting when you think about it what if you are living in too much uncertainty yes it's well if, you, if too we much are variety. We, we freak out. Yeah, that's right. It's it's too uncomfortable. We 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 freak out. We we probably go we go into overwhelm. So too much we too need- much, you know. <laughs> isn't that funny because there's an old expression here in the states, you know, too much work and no play makes us a dull person and they say it a different way, but that's more or less how I've yeah. said saying it. And but on the other side of the coin, on the other side of the coin, if you have too much uncertainty, too much variety in your life, you're not getting to the basics of certainty, you're not covering your bases. 
That's right. It'd be like it'd be like the 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 immortal surfer. That's all he does is go to the beach and surfs all day and doesn't worry about a thing. (laughs) That's right. In the movies, kind of. Yeah, yeah, and so the ultimate is is meeting is uh, the experiencing certainty and uncertainty because that meet that does meet all the needs of our nervous system. Right, so it's like the pendulum swing or, or the scale. We've got to keep them in check, and you know, not in check, so to speak. That's the wrong word, but pretty much in balance. So you've got to, you know, but the more, but the, but again, you go to that expression, as Tony Robbins says. Again, I'm going to read it. I've got it, and I and I, I went, wow, this is an amazing statement. In fact, I posted it on Facebook today. The quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably live with. So there's the word comfortably live with. So you, you have every person has to take this on their own and say, okay, I want a life. I want to live life. I want to live at large. I want to go climb the Alps. I want to go skydive. I want to fly an airplane. I want to go scuba diving. I want to do all these things. But there's a flip side of that. So how much comfort, how much comfort can you do? How much can you do comfortably without affecting the certainty in your life? Because without the certainty, you don't have it to do the uncertainty. Is that correct? Annette? Yeah, well, we might have. Then? Oh, you're there. I'm sorry. I thought we lost contact with you there. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Good enough. Well, you know, it's, it's like, it, is, is it not like a double-edged sword in a sense? I mean. Yes, it is. And we, we need both. And that, that's that's how it is. We just need both. Yeah, but it all boils down to an amazing thing in the emotional state that we live in. You know, where are we are in our emotions in this human needs emotion, which has to do with, again, going back to our program, the 21 Days to Change Your Mind, which, in you know, is again, and I dare to review that briefly, folks, it's bottom line, psychologically, scientifically speaking, it takes a minimum of 21 days to change your mind. Now, that can be argued with. But it's a format. It's a plan. If I told you it was going to take a year to change your mind, would you think that you'd want to do it? But if we tell you and show you that there is a program that we have developed that will take you there and guide you through a process with three sessions over a period of 21 days and a motion code healing with a net, that will take you to a point of changing your mind. It will overcome a limited belief, a debilitating belief, negative self-talk, health issues, and low self-esteem. All of those things, habits, overeating, you know, binging, drinking, smoking, etc. The reason is, is because we don't go to the frontal lobes of the brain. We just don't talk to you from the conscious. We talk to you to the, to the subconscious. There is the difference. Some people would say, well, no, you know what, I don't think that's true. I tried New Year's resolutions. But it all relates back to these emotional states that we live in. And this is where these six human needs, these six need emotions come in, and they're really an emotional thing, and and we we all have to meet them in one way or well, excuse me one way or another, as Annette was saying. And what's interesting about those first two is that's pretty much the predominant. However, then we have another one, and it goes to then what we call significance. Significance comes in very many ways. Significance can be that that you feel that you have that you because you're the boss of a company and you have a significant feeling um women can relate to the significance of having a uh, childbirth of of having a child of being pregnant and going through that that whole sense of motherhood uh fathers the fatherhood part of it i mean that's a significant feeling in life you're entitled to it there's a big difference between the significance of certain aspects of life that we all deserve to have because we're human and over ego it's a whole different thing. Some people say, well, if you have too much significance, your ego is out of check. Well, in some instances, is that correct? Because remember, there's a line. There's a 1 to 5 and a 5 to 10. The lower numbers being the lower aspect of that, where you are egotistical, the higher numbers being the, the, the positive side of that. And in that, we were talking about that significance a little while ago and, and how that relates to what we do in balancing the needs. That's right. I mean, significance is is a a natural human need, as you said. Um, Every everyone needs to feel special. We all want we all want to feel important, and you can you can do that in many different ways. Um, You can do it by making money. You can do it by having having piercings all over your body. 
you can you can have it by by being a victim and having bigger problems than anyone else, and right, that that right. would give you, which, which would give you certainty. Um, you can ha- you can have significance by being by being humble. Um, it, I guess the question is, does it empower you or disempower you? How you are getting your good point? Sense? Yeah. And yeah. and w- everybody has to take that question into their own thoughts. Think about something that you do with significance. We all do it. Does it mean you're coming across from a negative standpoint and being too egotistical? Walking around like, you know, I'm I'm all this and a bag of potato chips is an expression that's set around here. And people go, wow. You know, it's like, you know, wow, you think you're something, don't you? Uh, yeah, that would be on the negative aspect because you're coming across here. That's where you fall into what, what used to be called significance and certainty. Where you, and you're down certain of your significance. And I'll be honest with you folks, there was a time in my life just because of low self-esteem that I felt that's what I had to do. I felt that I had to keep pushing myself out and showing significance, and I was down certain of it. And I fell into those two needs on the negative side of the scale, not because I was a bad guy, just because I had had some issues in my childhood that, that actually plagued me. It set me up for a low self-esteem issue. It set me up with some negative self-talk within myself, so therefore, I was always trying to prove myself. I was trying to push myself out to be bigger and better. But how did I do it? I had to come across with significance. Unfortunately, a little too much. In some instances, some people would look at that that aren't coming across with significance. The receiving aspect, such as in relationships, friendships, etc., some people come across as being controlling because of their significance and their certainty. And the lack of variety in between there is actually an, an amazing thing. Uh, and what that does is actually sets us up for what we call the next need, which is love connection. Love connection is what we all really want. That's like one of our biggie needs. From the time you're born, you're seeking love. The baby is crying because it needs love, it needs attention. So that connection, and we gain connection amazingly through all of those needs, you know, everything you can think of that you do is seeking connection with another person, uh, a loved one, children, family members, people you meet, people you work with in business, people that you just briefly met, whether it's Facebook or not, that's all connection. The love aspect is what we seek because that's where we all come from is love. So it's really amazing when you put these together and start looking at them, when you look at those first four needs and you say, wow, you know, and those are what we call the fundamentals. In Annette, we That's were right. talking also the, the, the amazing thing about love connection in relationship to significance. I mean, how each one crosses over uh, was an amazing thing when we were talking about that. That's right. They're almost each, the, the first two and the second two are, you know, the opposite of each other, aren't they? You know, you've got certainty and uncertainty, and you've right, got significance right. and love and connection. Um and you know it's it's all about a balance really and and finding your equilibrium there finding the the balance um you know love and connection love they say is is one of the most deepest wants of of, of a human um you know and you need we need to give it to ourselves first before we can give it to others you know often we're seeking seeking love out you know outwardly in in other people but to to really know ourselves and give to ourselves first is 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 a very key point here. Um, you can you can also get love from um, you know telling other people how much you love them and, and hugs, things like that. Or you can you can seek love and connection through being sick. You could be sick in hospital and ill, and you get attention and love from other people. Um, that's one way to do that, and, and probably a little, you know a less powerful way. Um, yeah, it's amazing how that crosses over into significance, though, uh, because there are those that constantly complain about not feeling good, or I have a headache, oh, how are you today? Oh, it's miserable, it's raining out. No, the sun's shining above the clouds, you just can't see it, but there's, there's still light. <laughs> we bust, bust, you know, Most people can walk around that way and just be miserable all the time, and they're seeking significance, and they're certain of it. And but well, ultimately, as you just said, what are they really looking for? They're looking for a connection. They're, really looking, they're looking for love, right? That's right. It's seeking in a lower level way. Yeah, 
which brings us to the levels of love, which is another whole subject that we could, we could start talking about. You know, what level of love are you seeking it at? What level of love do you have in your relationship, in your friendships and family? And today in the world, we, we're plagued with some lower levels of love. Uh, with all this going on and, and, and the, the, the negative aspect, and I really hate to put it that way, but the negative aspect of the, of the low self-esteem that's going on on the planet today in our, in our human race being around the 85% mark in some way or another, everybody is kind of feeling this, this low problem. In one, you know, and again, in one way or another, and you, and you say, well, gee, this person's very successful. They have, a, they have a wonderful business. They have a loving family. Okay, then why did they climb up on the bridge and jump? What was going mm. on there? What was happening in their mindset, in their in their their place of emotional? Where was their emotional state, where everybody thought everything was wonderful because of all this wealth, all this that they've been able to, you know? Were they living in too much certainty? Were they bored in certainty? And they really, you would think they'd have a ton of variety in their life. You'd think there'd be a lot of uncertainty, and that balance would be in check. Mm. But some people just don't. They just don't come out of it enough. They think they need to be constantly striving, 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 and pushing that button further and further and further to a point where they burn out. And when they burn out, they get depressed. And when they get depressed, they go to a lowly state, and they go to another place, and they don't feel love and connection. They feel cert they're certain about what they do feel, but then again, there's a state of confusion there. A massive state of confusion about where are they really at in that emotional state. Where where are they at in that human needs emotion then? Which is really unbelievable when you think about it, because it's happening every moment of every day. But people are getting this low low state of emotion, and if they would only understand that they could bring themselves out of it, they'd be fantastic. Because we and, and go ahead. Yeah, sorry, and and that comes down to that self esteem state comes down to self love. Um, you know, we we have to be full in that and and be vulnerable in our relationships. We need to be open, um, and and it's just it's just important that you know most people's lives are a direct, a direct reflection of their peer groups. So you know it's important who you hang around with is is really important. Wow, that's very important, isn't it? That, that expression how we we become like the five people we hang around with the most. That's right. How true yeah. is that? So if, if you hang around with people that have lower standards, you'll find that your standards drop, and mm. and you won't want to disappoint them, and and you will eventually lower to their standards. And you know you're you're not you're not living in the space of truth within yourself. So that's what you know. It comes back to to knowing yourself, being vulnerable, being open. And coming from a place of love, I mean, because they are our deepest needs. We, the deepest needs are to be to be loved and to feel that we're good enough. And you know, the people we hang with um, are a reflection of that state. Well, in other words, this is, what you're saying exactly is it's a reflection upon yourself of where you really are in your own life. And if you feel that you're high in value in your own life and your self-esteem is in check, in other words, it's on the positive side. You're going to be more vibratory. You're going to be more inclined to hang around with people that are like. But if you feel you're not, and there's negativism there, and you feel that you're 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 just not making the grade, you don't feel good every day. You're plagued with illness. Uh, you just you just you know you're you're going to hang around with. Unfortunately, you're going to attract that, and that's an amazing thing to do with the laws of attraction which is, again, another whole subject, but it all plays into this uh, human emotional state and these needs that we have as people from any corner of the planet, no matter, again, what the language, the color of the skin, it does not matter. All people on the planet come from these same basic needs. When we right. talk, we, you know, would, would you go, go ahead, Annette. I was going to say another thing about the, that self-love, but please go ahead. Okay, just, I'm just, just following what you were saying, that we meet, we meet those needs in positive and negative ways. Correct. It's, yes. It's a yes. That we think. Yes. Yeah. But when you look so at the look at the self love part of it, it's absolutely yeah. amazing. And this is a question I'd like to pose to the entire audience uh, on the planet: Can you go to the mirror right now, look at yourself in the face, and say, "I love myself." Now, I'm not talking to do it, to do it with an egotistical thing, over significance, like you know, I'm all that again. 
But can you do it from an honest understanding of who you really are? That question, who am I? If you cannot do it, seek a quality coach and allow them to help you to do it. Because that is the first step in overcoming low self-esteem, negative self-talk, bad habits that we go to. Uh, it, It is just an amazing thing that when you can cross that one and bust that hurdle, get on the other side of that. And some people have looked at me and said, you are crazy. Yeah, I guess I am. I'm one of the crazy ones. <laughs> but what I did learn, and I'm a big guy, I can do it. I can go to that mirror and I can honestly say to myself, I love you just the way you are, good, bad, and indifferent. Accept yourself for who you are, understand the things that you can change, and come to an honest understanding and a want and desire to change, which is really where we come from with our program. We want you to understand for yourselves that you can change your mind. You can do it because you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, you're not going to do it. There is no coaching program. There is no anybody out there that's going to change your mind if you don't want to change it for yourself. And expression again, if something's going to change, something has to change. I've said it for years. I had to say it to myself. I had to do my own positive self-talk and tell myself, if something's going to change, then something has to change. And what do we do to change? We have to make that first step. It's a mental step. Consider it metaphorically, if you like. Stand up and take a step. Say, when I make that first step, that is my first step to wanting to change my mind. And again, think about these six human needs, and we're into the four of them. There's still two more very important ones. But think about how they come together in your mind. Think about what aspect you live in those needs. They're extremely, extremely important. They are, they are like the foundation of the beginning of, and I thank Anthony Robbins and I thank Dr. Claudia Badonis because they put that together in our strategic intervention training to help us as coaches to help you. It is a key, key point when you understand these needs, and there's a lot to talk about in these needs. There's a lot of ins and outs about them. Here's another way of looking at it. Think of a circle, and the needs are on the circle, and they continually go around. You can start at any one of them any given day. You can come up, you can wake up, and you can feel down. You can feel low. Where are you going to be coming from? What need do you think you're coming out of? Where are you in that lowly state that you don't feel good? You don't want to put your feet on the floor. You don't want to say, thank you, thank you, thank you. God, I'm alive. You just want to go, oh, my gosh, I'm going to roll over and go back to sleep. What need are you coming from? I'm sure everybody could answer it differently. Everybody could say, well, I think I'm coming from significance. Oh, I'm coming from certainty. I want more sleep. I'm coming from variety. I didn't get any sleep for the last week, and I'm how I'm going to go have more fun today because I'm going to get more sleep. There's a lot of ways you can come from in these needs. Understand they all correlate. They all come together. It's like a circle. So when we're talking about certainty, when we're talking about variety, we're talking about significance, and now it's a love and connection. Love and connection, Annette and I like to look at that as the center, so to speak. Uh, it's very important that we have love and connection in this life, but you've got to have the right connections to have the right love because there's different levels of it. And, Annette, that brings us up to the final two, and I shouldn't say final because they're a never-ending thing because it's a circle, and the circle is never-ending. <laughs> it's just continually flowing. So let's talk about yes. number number five. Five? Number five, growth. Growth growth. contribution. We have growth and contribution. These are the needs of the spirit. These are the the first four are the needs of the personality and the the last two are the needs of the spirit. And this is where we really take life to a whole new level. Um, growth is essential. I mean, as humans we're either as I said earlier, we're either growing or we're dying. And and with contribution the ability to contribute beyond yourself in this life, to, to leave a legacy for others, to make a difference, is is, is very important. Um, and and as in life, anything that doesn't contribute is eliminated. Um, whole, whole species of animals that are, that are not contributing are, are eliminated. Right. Just just through through life, um, we growth is 
essential. Um, you know, we, we as I said, we go one way or the other. And, you know, I always choose growth. I don't I don't stand still for long. I'm, I've always been I've been driven by growth quite a lot in my life, but essentially, we, there are two usually two needs out of the whole six that we are driven by, and that can change from time to time depending on the circumstances in our life. Exactly. Um, yeah. Most people are driven by certainty and significance, and I know that I have been driven by those for for a huge part of my life, but within the last couple of years. Um, you know, in times I do go back to certainty, um, definitely, but less so significance and more, more growth, more wanting to grow and contribute, which is which is what we're all about, Jeff. You know, we're all about yes, making a difference, making a difference in the lives of others. Brings me absolute joy. Um, that, that's it, it drives me very strongly. But but I must say, I don't I don't always sit in that place. You know, nothing is really right and wrong with these needs. There's no right and wrong. It's just what you float between and what you decide to be driven by. Very good point when you think about that and talking about the word growth. If everybody was just to think about growing, take the garden. If you don't water, it dies. We're like a garden. We have to be watered, so to speak. We have to have stimulation in our life. We have to feel something to get gain growth. For every moment we live, we're growing. And some people say, yeah, but you're going to get older and then you're going to die. Well, that's human. That's that's the way it is. But during that, during that course, it's the mind. It's the spiritual. We have to be continually. I don't care how old you are or how young you are. It does not matter. Growth is still constantly having to be done. If you are not growing, Annette put it exactly the way it is. If you're not growing, you're dying. A flower will wilt and it will go away. Species have gone away because growth stopped, something stopped, something happened. In our human minds, if we are not growing, we are dying. Every day, every moment of every day, every second of every day, even when we sleep, there's growth. There's a certain amount of growth that has to be, some people more than the other. Now, the part of growth I don't want is when I overeat and I pack it on in the winter like a Maine bear. <laughs> that's the growth I don't want. <laughs> but that's the physical, that's the body. You know, I need to go work out, I need to go run around and fall on the ice out here or something, you know. <laughs> that's just a matter of the way that is. But when my mind is growing, and you're absolutely right in that, what we do in human needs psychology as interventionists, uh, you, you uh, specifically with the, the, uh, the phenomenal work you do in, in emotion code healing, uh, what we've put together with the 21 Days to Change Your Mind program, with the hypnotherapy that we do, uh, getting in on the on the on the level of understanding where people are coming from and these needs, and helping them overcome debilitating belief, uh, be, uh, the, the, to moving them to a level of life that they didn't know even existed for themselves, but they're the true person that they are, and when they break through that, we grow. So if if the client and the folks that we're helping are feeling that growth. This is where we come to this beautiful word of contribution, and I love it so much because when I truly began to understand the growth and contribution from a spiritual level, not from my stomach level, <laughs> from eating too much food, and it's good food, but still, <laughs> uh, you know, I understood then exactly what that meant. And somebody said, well, are you talking religion? No, I'm not talking religion. I'm talking spiritual meaning from your mind. The spiritual level of the mind is where we're coming from, folks. That's where Annette is coming from with this and where I'm coming from. And others that, that work in strategic intervention. Tony Robbins specifically, when he stands up in front of a crowd, he's all about contribution, he's about growth, and everything else he does in explaining the needs and other programs that he offers is exactly about this. Now, getting to contribution, we feel it. We lead with it. We want to lead with it because we know it's altruistic. It's altruism. It's who we are as people. We are supposed to lead in contribution to the benefit of another to help them. We're all supposed to do that. And you say, yeah, right, Jeff. How many percent of the people are really doing that in the world today? That is a key issue. And I the say reason why... Go ahead. And I... Sorry, sorry, Jeff. sorry, Jeff, to interrupt you there. No, you're not um, interrupting the, at all. The reason why we, we, we are looking for contribution is because it is where we are, we are fulfilled. It's, it's that we are go. fulfilled... By growth and contribution, we may have all the others, but what gives us that true 
satisfaction in life. We can achieve all these things in life, but what we are truly fulfilled by is growth and contribution. How beautiful is that? And we are. That's why we do it. <laughs> That's why we, we do it. So if you were to ask the audience right now, Annette, for that statement, and, and let's ask everybody, and, and I'd love to get some questions in or some calls on this, folks. Uh, we still got 20 minutes of showtime left. If you're there, certainly type in a question and ask us. If you were to consider that, contribution and growth, what in fact and how would it how would it fit with you when it comes to the other six human needs, excuse me, the other four human needs? So, oh, well, you know what? We have a caller in. I believe we have a caller. I think our producer is saying yes. And if that's so, let's see. Uh, Kat, are you with us? Hi, Jeff. Hi, Annette. Hi, Kat. How are you? Hi, Kat. I'm excellent. Hi, Annette. Wonderful. Hi, Jeff. Hi. Thank you for calling in. Did you have a question or did you wanted to talk to us about the needs? Or? Um, yeah. I just I think the six human needs are just the most amazing. That was one of the most amazing breakthroughs that I had when I did the Robin's Madonna's course. Um, I'm sorry, I'm a bit croaky tonight. The weather's very cold here just now. Um, I've lost my voice a little bit. I know what you mean about uh, cold. We've got it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I just I think the six human needs are just so incredible to actually start to take shape and control of your life. Um, I think it, the awareness it raises with you for being in control of yourself. What an amazing it, it, way to look it, at it, being in control of yourself. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, before true, that, I always we... felt... Sorry, Annette. Sorry. You go. Sorry, Um Well, before that, I always felt things were being done to me. And I think once I learned about the six human needs, I realized that, you know, depression or any of these kind of things were something that were actually within your control. And it sort of hit me a bit like a hammer. Um, and then... It, it wasn't nice, first of all, because I felt I had to let go of being the victim. And once I did that, that did make a huge change in my life. Isn't that wow. amazing how when that it's happens, fantastic. when you understand those needs? I, I have to say, Kat, uh, mm-hmm. in all honesty, and Annette, I know we've talked about this, I felt the same thing. I mean, I was all about significance and certainty and didn't know why. Nobody had yeah. ever explained this to me. Who who understands these these uh, these emotional states that we're in, or these human need emotions? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's amazing. The fact is, we yeah. get to choose. When when we're aware of these needs, we can choose where we want to play the game, and that's yeah. exactly what due to awareness we can choose. And so the power yeah. is back with us. Yeah, and it's amazing for understanding other people. You know, now I can read other people very, very well, very quickly. Yes, yes. And and mm-hmm. as a coach, do you find that uh, when you go over these needs with with a with a with a client, that in fact they start to understand some of the things that have been plaguing them in their own life? Yeah, absolutely. I think it just makes the biggest change, especially in relationship work. I found when you explain to women about their husband and about the needs and about when they actually go over what needs they're meeting for their husband, then I find it completely changes their relationship altogether once they understand that their husband is looking for significance in his work, you know, because of the way the relationship goes, and that's why he's working so much, because he doesn't feel significant in the home. And that, that yes, for me, is one right. one very strong point of leverage. Well, it's amazing because we all intrinsically have a value and we place on an, an a certain amount of need for certainty in our lives along with significance. Yeah. And it's it's good and healthy to know where the boundaries of that are. And that's when you get yeah. into the different levels of relationship uh, because it's it's really about how you feel. And I think, Annette, Annette, you hit the nail on the head on that one when you said it's about taking your taking – and, Kat, you said it as well – when you take get, and get back into your personal power. When you yeah. come back into a, a state of understanding the who you are and why you do what you do, and then you make those adjustments uh, based on yeah. on circumstances in life, and when certainly when it gets into relationship, it's key. There's key stuff there um, because now you're talking about two people that have chose 
And by the way, it was a choice, everybody, right? You chose to be with a partner. <laughs> we choose. And uh, that choice, whether it was conscious or unconscious, depending on your state, <laughs> it certainly comes down to a point of understanding where are you in your relationship and where are you leading with that ego significance. Uh, you know, is it a horse trading relationship? Yeah. Is it a baby love relationship? Or yeah. you rise up and, and come to an understanding of, wait a minute, we need to consider each other's needs. Where are your yeah. needs in certainty? Where are your needs in variety? Meaning, I'd like to take mm-hmm. you out for dinner this evening. Really? You haven't mm-hmm. done that in a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it gets quite interesting. But yeah. uh, you yeah. you know, Kat, as you as you you know, we've talked about before uh, in in uh, the, the twenty one days of change of mind program, mm-hmm. how the needs relate to it. Yeah, yeah. I I think it, it's just it's a basis for everything you know it's the building blocks for everything that you're going to do after that and you know I find that um, you know I use it when I'm talking to children when I'm going in and I'm telling them um, about why why other children aren't being very nice with them mm. you know I, I talk to them about the need for significance because a lot of the time children adults as well will bully other people because it makes them suddenly feel important. And and instead of getting a sense of importance from the people that they care about or the people that they're looking for it from, they, they've developed a need of getting it from putting other people down, making other f- people feel bad. So, exactly. You know, exactly. It's, it's, quite, it's quite empowering for people that are being pushed around to understand it's not actually about something that they've done it's actually about the other person. Yes. And I think once they find out it's actually about the other person's need for importance, then they kind of feel sorry for them, which gives them the power back again. Because then they're not the victim. The the bully is the victim. We had this come up exactly with a client feeling in the, they were in mm-hmm. the victim state. Uh, Annette, yeah. if you remember. And, and yeah. uh, to change that person's state... To get their change, yeah. to change their state of mind was an amazing sense of disempowerment from being a victim to going one yeah. of oh my goodness I feel I actually now I feel sorry for that person because what kind of a life must they be living what kind mm-hmm. of a, a, a upbringing have they had what kind of a situation yeah. have they lived in to make them such a bully and in the yeah. children's sense Kat I I I I, I am so impressed um, that you work with the children because the children are the future. We all were yeah. there, and now here we are as adults and with children and grandchildren, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And the children of this world are the ones that are going to change the world. And that's the true state of change that we talk about yeah. uh, on an emotional, spiritual level. And when you can reach the minds of children and help overcome that I am not a victim of being bullied, that person yeah. is not going to, I'm not going to allow them to bully me. There may be some physical trauma that will evolve there because somebody pushes yeah. or shoves or something, but, but the mental trauma mm. can be taken care of and eliminated by them understanding how to change their state of mind and go to yeah. a victimless state. I love that. Yeah. And you're doing that with yeah. children. And you've written, you've written books on that, is that correct? Yeah, well, I've, I've written a book called Scarlet Underpants Meets the Tooth Fairy. And it's about a little girl who doesn't have any friends. She's teased about her name. And she discovers a friend that lives in the treehouse at the bottom of her garden who's a tooth fairy. And she helps her to find happiness with her name and understand how to deal with children who are not very nice and what real friendships are about. And then it tells you the sort of favourite questions that children ask about why some children get more money than others and what fairies do with the teeth that they take. But it's, it's a gentle way to let children understand what friendships really are. Because the other aspect of bullying is that children will be friends with other children that have been horrible to them. And they'll keep going back to that friendship because they want to fit in. Yes, and, yes. You know, they, they, they do things that aren't very nice. They'll be not nice to other children to fit in with the bully rather than mm-hmm. being who they really are and being a nice person. Yeah, so I think it's it, quite important yeah. that you know, children understand that they don't need to fit in. That is so but fantastic. if they have low self-esteem, then they, they sort of tend to go along with these things. Right. And that's why it's really interesting what what you guys do, you know, with the 21 Days to Change Your Mind, because I think that's probably one of the fastest 
most effective processes for raising self-esteem and for for making people feel worthwhile. I mean, I, I, I was telling you, Annette, the other night, I'm totally blown away by it. The effects of it, for me going through it, just keep getting better and better. I, I just feel happier and happier. And, I'm very happy and, to hear that. Yeah, it's it's absolutely the most effective. You're, you're providing to our growth and and and, uh, and contribution now, Dad. <laughs> oh, well, it, it absolutely is the fastest, the fastest, most effective thing out of all the things I've ever done with That's your fantastic. program. Mm-hmm. Great, that's that's wonderful. Um, you know, you you talked about sh- children. Yes, excuse me, Annette. I didn't mean to cut into you there. Um, we had a slight delay on our on our uh, connections, but still, we're doing very well uh, from around the world. Uh, isn't it amazing? Some children never grow up because well, yeah. if you think about adults that are still acting in the bully mentality, they go through the bully state yeah. as children. They become bullies as adults, and they yeah. still push people in that direction. And the children who have been bullied stay that way as adults. And exactly. you know, it's called exactly. arrested development. What happens is when something fairly traumatic happens to you as a child, you actually get locked into that. So when you grow up, anything that brings that stress level on, and, and it can be a tiny thing, you go back to that age again. And although you're in an adult's body, you're looking at it through a child's mentality. And I've helped a lot of adults with that. And a lot of people that seem very, very confident on the outside that you would never believe, who who work in film and television, who stand up in front of people and do the scariest job you can imagine, are actually absolutely crumbling inside. And their quality of life is so bad. They use alcohol and drugs and things to cover it all up. And it's, it's so incredibly sad. And I, I really thought to myself, if you can start with children and catch it, nip it in the bud before it gets to that point. Because it, although you can work with people as adults with that, it does. they've, they've had such a sad life to that point. Right, and I think exactly. if you can get it to children and get the message through that even silly little comments just really hurt people that really can take them all the way to adult life, that, you know, I think that that is where you can make quite a big difference. Right, and in fact, the children can actually teach the adults, and I think by you reaching out to yeah. the children is an amazing thing. Uh, we've talked about that. You know, the programs that mm-hmm. we're going to be coming forth with in 21 Days to Change Your Mind are going to be mm-hmm. also uh, geared, geared to children as well and have children's yeah. programs to help deal with this, which is one of the reasons we're very happy to be working with you, uh, because mm-hmm. when we reach the children, we reach the adults. There's no question. Yeah. When an adult sees their child change and they go, wow, what happened yeah. to my child? What happened to yeah. this, gee, they were being so bullied and now they're not because they were able to get a hold of this book and this program. Uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden the parent goes, wait a minute, I want some of this. I need yeah. some of this. Because if my child yeah. is able to learn that, they've just taught me something, which is which is absolutely yeah. fantastic. And, the, you know, if you roll through these needs, folks, um, you, mm-hmm. you can't help but start to think about a change of state in your own mind. You 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 know get some information as mm-hmm. needs. Get in touch with us, uh, Kat. Thanks so much for calling in. Uh, it's been fantastic talking with you again, and uh, we look Thank forward you, to you again on on future shows. Uh, we'll, Thank we'll you. Have a, so we'll much. have a segment. We're going to actually have a segment show coming up specifically uh, in the very near future. We'll have you on for a full show and uh, go over this specifically. I think a lot of people are going to want to hear more about that, and specifically the book that you've written to deal with it. Thank you so much. Thanks very much. Thanks, it's a real pleasure. All Take right. care. Bye. Talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Oh, that was okay. fantastic, Bye. folks. That's that's Kat Muir from Scotland. Uh, she's got a phenomenal book that she's written to do with children and low self-esteem and to eliminate the bullying state, which is also uh, what we're working on in the 21 Days to Change Your Mind program. It isn't just about one thing. It isn't just about you changing your mind as an adult. It encompasses all of us. It's your children. It's your grandchildren. It's you. It's it's what we need to do to change our minds. It's what we need to do to get ourselves emotionally set, to get ourselves out of the mud. It's like, you know, you get stuck in the mud with your vehicle and you just spin your tires, spin your tires, spin your tires, and you go nowhere. And our life goes forward, but there's no growth. And you're doing very little contribution. And you're feeling a whole lot of significance in a negative way, and you're not uncertain about it. 
So when you follow through with these needs and talk about what we do to help you change your mind on a subconscious level, again, not on the conscious level. There's a lot of controversy out there about, oh, they say 21 days and I can change my mind, but that doesn't work. No. When you just go to the conscious level, 9 out of 10 times it's not going to work. When you go to the unconscious, which is what we do in the program, and Annette, that brings us up with about eight minutes of show left to talk about what we would like to offer our audience and folks into the future. And would you like to talk about that? Yes. Um, we have we have an, an offer that uh, we'd like to make to everyone, um, $199 for a session with Jeff and I to really delve in and find those core issues, those subconscious issues that are ruling your life that you're pro- you're not consciously aware of, but they are pulling the strings of, of control, uh, making causing you to do things you don't really want to do. And we're all about bringing those up, bringing them to the surface and pulling them out, dissecting them and getting rid of them so that they, they never plague you again. Um, that's what we're about. So... That, that's what we're, we're offering today. Uh, it's a special offer for this program. It is, and it's fantastic because, and not just because it's with us guys. Um, it, it is it is because we are going to do a free consultation with you. You make a decision from there if you'd like to do the program. You will gain all kinds of information from us. We will not charge you a penny for that consultation. Uh, we, we would go to the next level and do a full session with you at the 199, and that's going to give you a net doing emotion code healing for you, and quite a bit of it. You're going to feel like a new person with that alone. I can vouch for it, and Cat Muir that was just on can vouch for it, and many others that have worked through the program with us. The other side of the coin is you're going to get a full hour session with both of us as well, getting into these subconscious level of your mind to help you change your mind. And not only is it going to help you, it actually does work. And then you decide from there if you'd like to go on further with the rest of the program. That's entirely up to you. But we would love to get it out there and offer what we call a taster session. It will give you a beautiful understanding. Uh, You're going to feel different. There's no question. And don't take our words for it. Get in touch with us. Get a hold of us on Facebook. Leave us a message. Get a hold of us and send us an email. It's 21 days to change your mind at gmail.com. We've got a very beautiful website uh, that's still not completed because we are fussy about how this website's going to be. It's going to be totally interactive. So you come into it and you opt in, and then you're going to be able to get in and go to different places to get different questions about children, about adolescents, about young adults, about middle-aged adults, and also seniors. Because we want to get, we want to fully encompass the whole age spectrum of who we are as people on this earth, and every one of us has these problems in one way or another. And now I've used the word problem. I don't typically like to say it, but it does ring here. Unfortunately, it's what it is. Uh, issues is more the case. It's more where we're dealing from is these issues that plague us: the debilitating beliefs, negative self-talk, etc. And We would like to thank you for being with us. We will be back on air in a couple of weeks. We're going to have a special presentation for you again in two weeks going further into this. I'm sure a lot of us will be uh, be in touch in that period of time in the next two weeks. Next week, uh, Carousel Partners International, our our group that Annette and I both belong to, expert coaches from all over the world. Uh, We have inspired Heather Paris from Utica, New York coming on. And I'm sure Heather's got a packed show for you. Uh, she's all about relationships and coaching and women and guys and all about uh, just some phenomenal work she's done over the last several years in the coaching profession, strategic intervention. So that'll be next week on Carousel Partners International. Annette, as always, my beautiful co-host on the east coast of Australia, sitting in the sun while I'm in minus 22 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, thank <laughs> you so much for your time and, and the, the, all you do with 21 Days to Change Your Mind and working with us on the show. Uh, Thank you, Jeff. It's a pleasure. Pleasure to work with you and and achieve what we do together. Well, thank you. It it really is. You talk about growth and contribution, guys. uh, We're just loving this, okay? We're loving working with you folks. We've got a lot of clients on board. Uh, This has been just wonderful, and we're going to be doing more and more and more. And we're going to be actually putting some live events together in the future as well. We'll be coming to cities near you. 
and we will be up and uh, doing conferences on the 21 Days to Change Your Mind so that more folks will get more information about it. So we've got about, I guess, about a minute left, and we haven't had any other questions come in. Um, we had, uh, uh, okay, we did have one we missed, and I'm terribly sorry about uh, a, a daughter that has been the victim of bullying lately, and uh, uh, we will definitely talk to you about that. We'll be. I have a contact information right here. We can get in touch, and we will definitely be having a call about that. So thank you very much for that question. I'm sorry I didn't see it sooner because uh, it's it's a plaguing situation in the schools today, guys. You all know it. You're all aware of it. It's it's uh, statewide, townwide, countrywide. It's all going on everywhere in the world where there are a lot of bullies, and it's all to do with this negative self-esteem, this low self-esteem issue that's plaguing us. So we got about 10 seconds left. We want to thank you again so very much from both myself, Jeffrey Miller, the interventionist. And myself, Annette Armstrong, Emotion Code Practitioner, thank you so much for joining us. Good night, everybody. Farewell. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.